on 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This this is Newstalk. And the front of the Irish Daily Mirror goes with the uh, horror road crash in Limerick on Tuesday. Two more young lives wiped out and photographs of the two men involved, Dara Dali and Killian Kerwin, who died when the car they were in crashed into a wall. They're described as exemplary agriculture students, the latest victims of Ireland's deadly roads. They were hurt in the smash in Limerick as we say on Tuesday. And of course, we have the news overnight now that a 33-year-old man uh, who was a pedestrian in Mayo has died in hospital too. So the figure just keeps going up and up and up and uh, there's something going seriously wrong on our roads in recent months and years. So that's the front of the Irish Daily Mirror. The front of the Irish Independent tells us Tony Houlihan's getting a new job. He's lined up a new role in the HSE and could be paid up to €257,000 a year. Uh, The former chief medical officer is poised to become a consultant in public health medicine at the National Cancer Control Programme, where he'll work on cancer prevention and treatment. And the Irish Independent says that's despite his role in cervical check, which, of course, was the source of controversy. So you can read more about that uh, on the front of the Indo. Front of the Irish Times looks at the link between Ireland and Israel. The Department of Defence has paid at least eight and a half million euro to Israel for arms manufacturers for military drones and other equipment in the past decade. And what we're buying is unnamed aerial vehicles, advanced targeting equipment, ground radar systems, communication systems, maintenance and training. And about half of this money has been paid to Aeronautics Defence Industries, whose unmanned aerial vehicles play a central role in Israel's ongoing assault on Gaza. So the headline, Ireland spends €8.5 million on Israeli drones and military equipment. The Irish Examiner on the front page looks at house prices, uh, which are described as grim. Uh, The price of homes in Ireland rose by almost 5% last year with the cost of buying a property now almost 8% higher than the Celtic Tiger Peak. In the 12 months to December 2023, home buyers paid a median price of €327,500 for a home with inflation in new homes, far outstripping the rise in the cost of second-hand properties. I know of a house that uh, was sold originally for €345,000. I saw last night a sign on it saying, Sale Agreed. On Daft, they were looking for 525000 Uh It's not really the case that you go any lower in Ireland these days with house prices, so we can probably assume there or thereabouts. So from 345000 a couple of years ago to at least 525000 in Nace. That's just one example there. So you can see that house prices are going up. Staying with money, the Irish Daily Mail says it's the return of the big money divorces. Uh, These have returned to Celtic Tiger levels with booming house prices forcing more couples into the higher courts to battle for dividing up their assets. Figures show there's been a 71% increase in divorces at the high court in the past five years. And they have to go to the high court if assets of more than €3 million are at stake. Uh, So obviously they're putting a link there between divorces and rising house prices. The Irish Daily Star uh, goes back to the story of yesterday about an All-Ireland winner uh, who's alleged to have assaulted a 12-year-old boy. The headline, All-Ireland Star Hit Boy with Hurl, an ex-GA player arrested on suspicion of assaulting a 12-year-old boy 
allegedly struck the child with a hurley. The star has learned that the boy spent time in a wheelchair following the alleged incident last October. And in lighter news on the front of the Irish Sun, Brian Redmond, um, he is, I don't watch Dancing with the Stars, is he still a judge? I think he's still a judge on that show, Brian Redmond. He's described as tough-talking dance show judge Brian Redmond fancies himself as the next Joe Duffy. Now, you have to admire this man's confidence uh, because he thinks he's the next Joe Duffy. He says, I'm the new Joe Duffy with a bit of Claire Byrne when I want to be. And that's the front of the Irish sun. So certainly no shortage of confidence with this judge from Dancing with the Stars. Inside the papers, then, the Irish Examiner looks at assaults and incidents on our trains. Um, I have to say, I love travelling by train. I don't normally, and recently I've started going to Cork on the train, and I actually find it quite relaxing. But anyway, incidents of violence and crime on rail services and in train stations were up by more than half in the last three months of last year, compared to 2022. <coughs> the examiner has this detail. It's the latest safety report from Irish Rail, which reveals that there were 325 incidents reported, including assaults and fights between October and December, as a crackdown on antisocial activity took place in conjunction with Gardaí. Also logged by Irish Rail, lewd behaviour for unspecified antisocial behaviour incidents and 33 cases of theft of third-party property. So that'll probably lead to more calls for dedicated transport police. If you are trying to give up chocolate for Lent, hopefully it's going well. The Irish Independent has bad news for you, though, if you're dreaming of your Easter egg, because unfortunately you're in for a nasty surprise. This year's Easter eggs are going to be smaller and more expensive because of the surging cost of raw ingredients. We've heard about this recently. The price of cocoa has risen by more than 40% since the start of January and more than doubled since the start of last year. Uh, And Cadbury's says that it may have to raise prices or shrink its products as a last resort, and Nestle is saying the same. So if you're off the uh, chocolate for Lent, um, just be aware of that when you're looking forward to your Easter egg. A couple of final stories. If you're a fan of watching soaps, well, uh, this is an interesting one in the mail, because episodes of soaps could be created entirely by AI in the next five years. This is according to director James Hawes, who directs soaps and things like that. And he was speaking to UK politicians and he told how he's heard that AI could be used in the next five years. He says his best guess is somewhere between three to five years, somebody will be able to say, create a scene in, the, in an ER room where a doctor comes in, he's having an affair with a woman, so they're flirting and somebody's dying on the table and it'll start to create it and you'll build those and it'll all be generated by AI. Uh, he says it mightn't be as polished as we're used to, but that's how close we're getting to it. And he says he finds it hard to believe for all the creative people involved that soaps could be made by AI. Final story comes from the Mirror about Irish accents in movies. And it's a study released to coincide with the trailer for Lindsay Lohan's new f- film. So we have the list of the worst screen attempts at an Irish accent. If you're not aware, Lindsay Lohan has a new film called Irish Wish, which goes live on Netflix on the 15th of March. It looks absolutely appalling, but still can't wait to see it. I think Jane Seymour is in it as well. Anyway, what's ironic is that the worst Irish accent of all time is uh, from 2020, Wild Mountain Time. And it's Jamie Dornan 
who's actually from this island and he has the worst Irish accent. 34% of all bad reviews refer to some poor attempts at the Irish accent, even though Jamie Dornan is from Down, followed uh, by Julia Roberts, uh, Mary Riley, which was released in 1996. Julia plays an Irish nurse who falls in love with a doctor. Not familiar with that. The rest of the top list is made up of Tom Cruise, Nicole Kidman, Far and Away, also Snatch, starring Brad Pitt. Uh, and then we have P.S. I Love You, starring Hilary Swank and Jared Butler. So they're the worst Irish accents in movies. Looks like Lindsay Lohan's going to get away with it. And people don't think her accent, or I know she's probably American in it, but there are some Irish accents in it. Maybe not the worst. We'll see. Anyway, those are the stories making the headlines. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is Newstalk.